and that the Swedish ambassador to NATO will put this request forward shortly. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Back Chat with Paul Zimmerman and me, Jim Gould. And on the, this morning's Back Chat, we're looking at the prospects for wind power generation in Hong Kong. Uh, that's with uh, Hong Kong Electric revealing plans the other day to build a 600-hectare wind farm southwest of Lama Island. We have uh, three guests to discuss this with us in our Admiralty studio is Chong Chan Yao, uh, co-founder and CEO of Carbon Care InnoLab and a member of the Board of Directors of Climate Finance Asia. And on the line we have Vivian Liu, a professor at the Department of Building Services Engineering at Hong Kong Polytechnic University. And William Yu, founder and chief executive of the World Green Organization. Um, good morning to you all. Perhaps um, Chong Chang Yao, if we can go to you first. Uh, what is your reaction to this uh, proposal? I, I, I see uh, Hong Kong Electric says it will produce about 400 million units of zero carbon electricity a year. That's around 4% of the company's total electricity output, which doesn't seem like a huge amount, but uh, is a good way to start. Well, uh, definitely. It, uh, my reaction is that it should have been done uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's 10 years late uh, because the, uh, we have um, uh, heard about experiment on wind power uh, experiment for the past 10 years. And, and since 10 years, the uh, cost has dropped and the Climate change is um, increased, and the crisis is uh, looming large. And now we are taking a catch-up action. So I think um, this is a good step, but uh, not enough. We need uh, more of a giant step forwards. Uh, uh, the project itself is it in the right location? Uh, I guess uh, it has been uh, right because we are not we we are not um, an expert in uh, bird flight locations mm. and so on. And I hope um, all this environmental impact has been properly assessed. Mm. But in terms of the uh, renewable energy attempt, it should have been done earlier. And it should be immediately be followed by, uh, say, uh, China Power in uh, Kowloon and New Territory, and more uh, solar energy plan. And the, and the government has set up a target of um, achieving renewable energy up to 7.5% by the year 2035 mm -hmm. and that's that that's a target we should uh, change we can we, we should up um, enormously to meet with the um, crisis level of climate change mm -hmm. so as I said this is um, a good step but a baby step we need to take uh, more giant steps forward 
Uh, and the government is uh, committed to carbon neutrality by 2050. Uh, uh, let's ask um, Vivian Liu. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jim. So how much of a help is this going to be towards that, those goals? Uh, okay. Uh, so as we know, in fact, uh, as a coastal city with a rich wind energy resources, in fact, Hong Kong has high potential to develop offshore wind power. However, uh, in fact, uh, Hong Kong is lagging far behind its counterparts in exploiting the renewables, especially in large scale. So, uh, as uh, uh, Mr. John mentioned, shared, yeah, we have the clear target before uh, 2035, our renewable energy share in the fuel mix shall be set to be 7.5% to 10%. So, definitely, we need a large-scale renewable energy development. So, I'm thinking, so, it's sure that offshore wind power is very vital. Uh, what, what, sorry, mm. sorry, Paul, in a second, let me just ask, what percentage of uh, renewable energy do you think can be generated from wind power if we exploit it to its full potential? Uh, okay, according to my previous researches, if we make full use of the uh, usable offshore water area, in fact, uh, we can generate more than one-third, even more, maybe mm. half of uh, uh, electricity of Hong Kong. Mm. So let's make f uh, full use of all usable water area to install offshore wind turbines. Civic Exchange has done uh, uh, recent uh, research and uh, following uh, lots of conversations with, uh, with lots of people in Hong Kong and, and stakeholders. And, and the conclusion basically was well, that we're going to have need nuclear power if we want to be um, uh, carbon neutral. Uh, yes, that's one way, because at the moment... But, but I, the study, I think, showed that it was the only way. I mean, in, it, that we're never going to get there with wind power and uh, other uh, so wave energy and so on, because we just <laughs> don't have enough of that in Hong Kong, even if we plant the entire city with, uh, with wind towers. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, so we can make use of solar energy and uh, wind power, so, but it's difficult for us to use large-scale uh, solar power uh, plants, so to install large-scale uh, solar power plants. So I think offshore at the moment, uh, COP Power and Hong Kong Electric proposed two offshore wind farms. Uh, after my estimation, I think, uh, I believe that this can, uh, those two uh, power plants can contribute to, I think, 4%. 4%. Around 4% of electricity supply in Hong Kong. So therefore, I think uh, uh, we can see, still we can achieve our target, maybe 7 to 10% after 10 years. Yeah, CLP Power's uh, proposal is for a uh, wind farm, offshore wind farm, uh, near Clearwater Bay, mm -hmm. with a capacity of uh, 255 megawatts. So, uh, let's bring in William Yu at this point. So, good morning to you. Yes, uh, thank Thanks you. for joining us. Um, yes, um, I, I have very different perspectives. First, uh, I would say, uh, along the years, we have uh, some kind of breakthrough in renewable energy technology. So with the increase of uh, the size as well as the efficiency in the wind turbine, I think uh, it's uh, more justified to have this uh, offshore wind farm now compared to the past. And uh, uh, if you consider the cost 
you know, uh, benefit uh, uh, as perspective or, or you know, um, we our our scale due to the geographical limitation, the scale of the entire wind farm, uh, you know, is not attractive. Uh, cannot achieve economies of scale on the one hand, and on the other hand, is uh, even for the overseas contractor, they are quite reluctant, you know, to. Uh, do this uh, small wind farm compared to the overseas one. So we don't have a cost advantage as a result. So I would say, um, I uh, don't get me wrong, I fully support the development of renewable energy, uh, uh, also in Hong Kong. But uh, I, I would say the more cost effectiveness way is to get the renewable energy from uh, other regions or from other places. So um, instead of you know develop uh, locally here, um, and uh, with a big picture, I would say we should uh, use the allocated resources wisely. That is to invest in demand side management rather than supply side. Uh, that is to save energy. Sure, but that's an entire different discussion. I mean, we yeah. really got to focus on generation well, today, isn't uh, it? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so the mix. Uh, the energy mix, as you can see, over the years, we have very limited choice. Uh, how to shift, you know, uh, to get uh, the coal, you know, uh, out uh, from the energy mix. I, I think that's the key. We, sure, sure. But, I mean, yeah. but is wind power going to help some of it at least? I yeah, mean. I, I, I think so. I, 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 I don't agree that um, uh, the, the starting point should not be uh, the limitation of Hong Kong. I mean, there is argument that uh, Hong Kong is limited in renewable resources. Uh, I, 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 that's a, not an excuse not to develop it. Uh, we have a lot of... Um, it, uh, if we uh, launch a reservoir-based um, floating solar systems, we could uh, achieve a lot. Okay, so... Uh, even 10% of the uh, reservoir space is devoted to solar panels, then uh, we can achieve say, uh, some significant supply of renewable energy. Uh, I don't agree with uh, rely, relying on renewable uh, nuclear energy. That's proven to be uh, dangerous, risky, and also it's not is not entirely carbon neutral in the production um, process. It does generate a lot of um, carbon emissions, hmm. but perhaps not at the time of the uh, electricity generation. It's time at the time of production. Uh, how do you manage the uh, fuels afterwards? Um, and it's still a problem that hasn't been resolved. Sure, but so, I mean, if we look at France and Europe right now with the situation that goes on and the restrictions because of Ukraine, um, uh, France looks like the best and most sustainable uh, energy supply. Well, when you mentioned Ukraine, you remember uh, the, um, Chernobyl. the Chernobyl in mm -hmm. the, uh, 30 years ago, mm -hmm. and, and then Japan 10 years ago. And then from time to time, when it happens, the whole place is going to be um, um, the, um, excluded from human use, and then um, and that has been a problem. And in Hong Kong, we don't have the luxury of blocking an area. 
that cannot be used. Uh, we don't have an escape route. Um, in you, in other countries, you still have a bigger space. So that's why you look at Germany; they are getting rid of um, nuclear systems, and there are countries that um, prove to be able to be sustainable by renewable energy. So. I, I think the ambition here in, the, here in Hong Kong uh, should be there. We we should not say we cannot do it right. without trying it. Uh, okay, uh, but talking about wind power and the potential of wind power and this and uh, this site uh, southwest of Lama Island. I mean, the the, the area already has uh, wind farms in mainland waters. I mean, you you can see them from Lantau Island. If you yeah. look to the southwest, there are large uh, turbines sticking up on the horizon. Mm -hmm. I mean, do, does anybody know um, uh, how important uh, those have been for power generation and, and supplies to the uh, Pearl River Delta area? Well, um, on that particular one, I, I don't... Um but um, we can ask uh, Professor... Uh, pr 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 Professor Liu, Vivian Liu, do you know about that? Uh, in fact, as I know, offshore wind farms, they're developing or developed uh, offshore wind farms over 20 uh, in Guangdong province already. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, uh, most of them uh, ha had been grid connected. So um, I, 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 I don't think there's any uh, technical uh, difficulties. So, and also the construction costs uh, of uh, construction technology of offshore wind power industry uh, is mature and the costs are dropping down. Uh, but I also think maybe Hong Kong, I think now uh, COP power, Hong Kong Electric, we have the, um, we have the wind, offshore wind farm sites. I think they are a new start maybe can provide 4%, 5% of electricity supply. In long term, we can also see uh, the co cooperation with our neighboring regions to yeah. develop uh, large-scale offshore wind farms. What do you think of William Yu's argument that uh, instead of uh, developing uh, renewable energy here, we could buy it from elsewhere, from the mainland, presumably? Uh, so I, well, I think we can both. We can try. So also they try to develop local renewable energies. Uh, in fact, like uh, solar energy, sure, we have buildings. We can integrate uh, solar panels into our buildings. So then we save land. And also, according to my previous study, in fact, uh, if we make full use of solar energy on the building rooftop, it can supply more than 10% electricity of Hong Kong already. So I think offshore wind farm, uh, we also have uh, water areas which can be used, as my estimation previously. In fact, it can also supply uh, one-third to even half of electricity of Hong Kong. So I think we have potential to develop an offshore wind farm in Hong Kong. Hmm. However, I do agree if we achieve uh, zero carbon, right? So. Um, all green, uh, green energy, sure, we can also have a collaboration, cooperation with the, our neighboring regions to import uh, renewables from our neighboring regions. But I think we should make, we, can, we should try in both ways, not only uh, relying on uh, importing renewables from mainland China, like nuclear power. Yeah, sure, but 
the mainland has a, a shortfall in electricity. We've shown that uh, the last uh, the last seasons again that we get the pollution coming in and that uh, everybody's uh, relying on the generators again. So um, we have a shortfall, and and so how are we going to address it on the mainland? What's mainland's plans for renewables, and especially Guangdong province? So for renewables, Guangdong province, I think they're mainly relying on for renewables, offshore wind farms, and also some wind farms along the seashore. And some nuclear power, isn't it? They're planning some new plants? Um, I think in China, yeah, they will, they have plans to develop new uh, nuclear powers. But I, I I don't think it's Guangdong province at the moment. Yeah. Uh, j- just going back to this uh, uh, Hong Kong Electric project, so the companies uh, set up a, a stakeholder liaison group uh, with representatives from uh, fisheries organisations, uh, environmental groups, uh, academic institutions, uh, various uh, individuals. Uh, um, it is a fairly environmentally sensitive area, isn't it, uh, William Yu? I'm thinking, for instance, uh, the beach on the south of Lamar Island, uh, Shumwan Beach. Uh, it's a, uh, a breeding ground for the green sea turtles, uh, the only one in Hong Kong. You've got like, uh, finless porpoises in the area white-bellied sea eagles uh, um, if they proceed with this which looks like it will happen um, um, how are they going to be able to do it without uh, damaging the environment or helping the environment yeah. well well it's, it depends how you look at it uh, yeah. William you uh, yes um, I I, um, I think um, all, all depends on the uh, you know um, the updated uh, EIA, the Environmental Impact Assessment, mm-hmm. um, uh, done uh, by you know done by the consultant, and also I, I think uh, before the EPD Environment Protection Department uh, uh, grant the permit, uh, you know, to to go ahead. I I think uh, that area we should focus. To to my understanding, uh, the. The impact is limited, but definitely we should take extra care to see any potential harm or potential influence, you know, uh, to uh, to the surrounding uh, uh, sea creatures and other uh, animals. I, I think that's a, that's an area we we need to focus. Can, can the uh, can the wind farm be used to create coral reefs? Um, you know, I mean, people sink boats and uh, and all kind of uh, materials into the seas to kind of uh, create artificial reefs. Can a wind farm be used to do that? Um, uh, you, you mean the artificial reef? Well, I mean, right? exactly. I mean, if you've got to put all these structures on the ground in the sea there, why not uh, make sure that uh, they promote fish life? Yes, I, I, I think uh, so far as I know, uh, like the University of Hong Kong, they, they have this kind of technology set up. Even in in the Middle East, I I think uh, this area we we can definitely make good use of those technology, you know, uh, to do some uh, kind of setup. Okay, but you're not aware whether this is being included in this project. Uh, sorry, you, you're not aware whether this is included in this project. Um, uh, no, I I don't have the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chong Chang Yao. Yeah. Uh, do Do you have any environmental concerns about this? particular project um well i i uh, don't in comparison with um the 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 benefit it will bring because um climate change is still the uh, biggest threat to mm. humanity 
So it's an existential threat. So Hong Kong cannot hide behind because just we, we are we are a major city. We are part of the C C forty cities. So I see the urgency uh, as the uh, the, uh, the um, UN report already uh, mentioned. I mean the recent IPCC report. Uh, we might not say we don't have a long window. We have only a few years to peak. Uh, carbon emission globally. So Hong Kong has a responsibility. So as I said, the uh, 2035 target is too uh, gentle. It's not enough to meet the uh, to to meet the climate crisis. So I think we should do much more in renewable energy. So could we have a situation where the the waters of Hong Kong or the the, the landmass, the islands, were were ringed by wind farms? Uh, uh, Vivian Liu saying that we could possibly generate up to fifty percent of uh, electricity use uh, through wind power. So there could be a, a lot a more of it in energy. future. Yeah, yeah. Renewable energy, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, in addition to these two projects well, that we mentioned uh, today. Yeah, Vivian has been mentioning one uh, very interesting aspect. Uh, all the building tops uh, and also the community uh, projects. So in Taiwan, we see a lot of community involvement uh, in using uh, solar. Yeah, the um, the the public uh, facilities mm. like um, top of um, flyover, top of um, I mean some even some parks in Singapore. You you see some more solar systems built on parks. Mm. So um, we 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 should we should open up the also the grid system so that uh, other people can invest into generating renewable electricities. So um, the, we, we haven't been able to achieve a common grid. And I also think that this would open up to the use of uh, renewable energy in uh, neighboring regions, um, in, like in Guangdong province. So we, we, we should, we, uh, at the moment, the current uh, system um, agreement with the, the two powers might limit the um, investment in renewable energy. So we should um, change the systems. You know, recently the government suddenly announced a uh, reduction in incentive for the fit-in tariff. For yes. the solar... Uh, yeah, for the solar... Mm -hmm. that, I mean, solar and wind as well. Yeah. Right. In fact, the system cover both. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... So that that's a that's a mixed message. You suddenly say to people who want to go into renewable energy to say, no, we are not encouraging you. So um, you you get more benefit. But that's the that's the system. Mm -hmm. I know eventually we might have to stop the uh, fit in support, uh, like in other countries. But uh, we are not yet there. Well, so. with, the, with the oil prices going up, people are going to be motivated one way or another. But, yeah. uh, so, uh, uh, Chong Chang Yao, there, there used to be quite an opposition, uh, especially from people living in Cleewater Bay and, and uh, Sai Kung area, against the wind farm there because of the, uh, the visual impacts. Um, if we're now going to have a plan for plaster our seas with wind towers and plaster our country parks with it and then put, a, put a solar panels everywhere on the roads and on, on our reservoirs, I mean, it's going to be 
be quite uh, quite some impact there uh, visually uh, and probably on the ecology too. I mean, do you think this is achievable? Do you think people are going to well, uh, uh, relax? Are the green groups going to accept this? Well, it, it, it's like it's like uh, every other infrastructure, you know. Uh, we build a lot of roads around that uh, destroy sea views, and we build the third. Uh, Tunnel, uh, a certain runway. runway, you know, mm -hmm. uh, this kind of infrastructure. So, but um, you know, the 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 option, the alternative is uh, flooding, uh, ever larger storms, um, drought, and who would suffer from these things? Mm -hmm. uh, the vulnerable, the people who live in. Um, uh, uh, difficult areas, mm -hmm. um, vulnerable areas, they will suffer. Mm -hmm. So the option of, for, I mean, to to allow Clear Bay residents uh, better views, uh, the cause is um, disasters yeah. suffer by uh, vulnerable people. Oh, so they up. have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, an email here from uh, listener Bob says, if I'm not mistaken, CLP has a sizable floating solar panel installation on part of the Plover Cove Reservoir. Why not make more use of uh, the huge inland water areas in our many reservoirs? Uh, uh, Vivian Liu, would you okay. like to comment on that? Yes. Uh, in fact, I, I don't suggest <laughs> so using the reservoir, so the floating solar PV panels. So for solar PV panels, in fact, the power generation efficiency is relatively low, only 10%. Okay? So I don't think, uh, I, I don't recommend it. Uh, so, but uh, for wind farms, uh, I think don't worry for the people near uh, living in Seikong because the proposed site is far away from the onshore area, so we cannot see it. There's no noise from it. Okay, can be can be heard can be heard uh, by by people. So living, I think in Kalong even new territory. Uh, so uh, for me, I don't suggest. So the floating solar PV panels on the uh, reservoir, in fact, uh, the power generated is quite small. So I, I still recommend uh, building integrated solar PV panels. Yeah. Integrated in, into buildings, you mean? Yes, mm -hmm. we can. You know, nowadays there even there are solar tiles. So, so beautiful uh, architecture design for the building integrated. TV technologies. Mm. So even we can using the uh, solar power glazing windows. Well, that so. would be great. We have a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, all very interesting and uh, and interesting ideas. Um, good to hear them. Um, we're coming to the end of the program, so thanks very much for Thank speaking you. to us. Uh, that was Vivian Liu, a professor at the Department of Building Services Engineering at Hong Kong Polytechnic University. Thanks very much to uh, Chong Chan Yao, uh, co-founder and CEO of Carbon Care InnoLab and a member of the board of directors of Climate Finance Asia. And earlier we heard from Dr. William Yu, founder and chief executive officer of the World Green Organization. Um, thanks to all our listeners and to everybody who wrote in. Uh, thanks very much to you, Paul.
Yeah, cheers. Uh, it was a good one this morning. Uh, yes, yes, sure. And uh, look forward to seeing you again soon. Um, quick look at the weather before we go to the new summary and morning brew. It's going to be mainly fine today. Top temperature around 25 degrees. Moderate north to northeasterly winds becoming fresh easterlies later. The outlook, sunny periods in the next couple of days. A few showers in the latter part of this week. Currently it's 22 degrees, humidity 75%. The more people get vaccinated, the stronger we can fight the epidemic. Under the vaccine pass, persons without medical or other exam-